that should be recorded. Hi guys. Hello everyone. Thank you for joining us again. So once more, I'm joined one of my beautiful, amazing book sisters. So hi darling, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi everybody. Hi Esther. Uh, my name is Aga. Uh, I'm a skin sensei and I come from Poland. Let's start with that. Yeah, you're the only also we have from Poland, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know if there's been Polish authors in other volumes? Uh, yeah, I know Anna Kupisz from the volume three. Uh, she's my, okay. one, my, one of my best friends, so yeah. Okay, is that how you got involved? Yeah, somehow, yeah. I, I've got involved uh, with uh, Destined for Bigger Things in 2020. Uh, she okay. invited Anna. <laughs> Do you know Kazia before then? No. Before we did that, or only no. at that no. event? No. I heard about Kezia uh, because Anna told me that she was involved in that project in a um, paid forward note, notes to my younger self, volume three. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I didn't know Kezia till the Destined for Bigger, bigger Things in, in March 2020, just before the pandemic started. Uh, we were even, um, yeah, we were even stopped that the, 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 the plane was canceled. Uh, and we were just uh, somehow stopped in London for the next two days before coming back to Poland. So it was so was it that was... nice, not so nice, scary. Well, that was that was a very interesting um, experience because uh, I got the information on Saturday. So the the conference was was uh, uh, on Friday and on Saturday, and we were supposed to come back on the Saturday evening, Saturday night. And I got the information probably like Friday evening on Saturday, early morning. And my whole family started to, uh, you know, calling me, just uh, texting me like how you're going to uh, come back home. Just buy whatever the flight is possible, you know, even the most expensive one, but come back home because they will close the borders from Saturday evening. And I was talking, I was just with, you know, with the older women from Destiny from uh, bigger, for Bigger Things during the, 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 the lunchtime. And uh, Anna, I believe it was Anna asked me, okay, you seem, you seem, seem to be nervous. What's going on? And I said, you know, there's a situation with borders closing and uh, my family just uh, put some kind of pressure on me to, to be, you know, to, to, to take any flight possible to come back home. And she asked me this question, like, would you like to come home? Would you like to go, go back home like right now? Because if yes, we can arrange this right now. If not, just let it go. And I said, I don't want to come back home. Oh. And I stayed. So there was a scary, some kind of scary moment. Um, there was a scary moment like, okay, if I'm, going to stay in London for the next, I don't know, couple of weeks or a month, what could I do? And I was like, okay, I have my laptop with me. Uh, it's my tool for work. I have other options to, you know, to solve the problems. Either way, I wasn't alone. Uh, alone. I was with Anna, so I wasn't, you know, with my friend. That's, I said like, okay, okay, calm down your, your ego. Just relax somehow and enjoy the 
um, uh, the, the whole meeting and the whole conference. So was Anna living in the UK at the time? No, she was with me uh, because she invited me for the conference, for the, for the event. So oh, we so went, she we went the, as well. Yeah, at that time she were living in Poland. Then she just uh, okay. moved to Canada or it was Greece, firstly, then Canada. So yeah, she, Ooh, she was, oh, That sounds like nice. I want her life. Actually, yeah. I don't know if I'd want to live in Canada in winter. Sounds a bit snowy and cold for me. It's pretty much the same like in Poland, I believe. Or maybe it's a bit... Yeah, but I'm not sure I'd yeah. do Poland during the winter either. I'm like, I'm seriously, my husband teases me. He says, like, should I get the box of hay ready for you? To um, <laughs> just call up. Since if he passed me food and drink, I'd quite happily sleep in my box of hay through the whole winter. I'm not a winter girl. I do not like the cold. I do not like snow. You know, I agree with you totally. So that's why I usually go for a Canary Island for the at least part of the winter. Uh, but this year, uh, for the first time since last, I don't know, three, four years, I felt and feel, still feel a bit of excitement, like, you know, thinking that there might be a snow, snow there might be those lots of lights uh, and this enlightening time. And, uh, and right now we had snow outside and it's so surprising. Like, wow, it's snow, it's white. So it's, there is some kind of, you know, climate of, of it. Just winter with snow, the Christmas with snow. Even though I agree with you, I don't, I don't like cold. I love the Christmas lights. I love all that. I just, I, I, my sister, well, my brother's partner, they're not married, so technically she's not my sister-in-law, but the equivalent to, they've been together a very long time. She grew up in Stockholm, and she always says to me, it's because you don't you don't know real snow. Here in the UK, you don't, you don't see real snow. That's why you don't like it. And I'm like, no, I don't like it because it's cold, it's wet. Within five minutes, it's ugly. And I, 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 I just don't like it. I don't like surfaces that are slippery under my feet. I like feeling solid. I like being stable. And I'm just like, and I like the heat. That's why I don't like it. And you have a full right to, to like something like that. And it's it's fine, you know, it's like... Uh... Well, I do, I do, Tim teases me because I do want to go to Iceland. I do want to see the Northern Lights. <laughs> I do want to go see all the stars, all the lights all that I just don't want to have to be in the cold he's like oh. I think there's no other option to have Iceland without cold even during the summertime you know it's... <laughs> he just laughs at me he just laughs at me a lot okay but yeah so going back to slightly relevant stuff <laughs> Um, so did you know instantly that you wanted to be involved in the book or did you know what your story was going to be or were you not sure no. you had a story? No. Um, when Kizia sent me a message about the, the volume four, I was also, I, I received a message from a Polish publisher with a more business oriented book. And that was a funny thing because, you know, the um it was like okay 
do I want to be in a Polish business uh, oriented book showing what I what I've achieved in Poland, uh, which is quite a big stuff, or do I want to be in a book in English, writing in English, which is not my uh, native uh, language. Uh, I don't speak English every single day. Uh, I admire you for that, by the way. I just would like to put that, you know, as someone who doesn't really speak any other languages at all, I'm appalling. I, uh, the idea of writing something so vulnerable and bare in a different language, I think it's extraordinary. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Um, yeah, that was also my, you know, like kind of my worry, like, Am I able to write it, you know, not with Polish writing and then trans translating? Because even though I can see that the translation is uh, usually it's done in more um, kind of Polish version of translate translating in English. Yeah, it doesn't quite work necessarily. Yeah, and the, I, I know that, the, the, you know, like the the words in uh, the words in sentences, it's that they have different order in Polish and in English. So uh, the translation would be like, if it, were, if it was a translation, it would be like, you can feel it. You can kind of sen sense it, that it's like, it's a translated part. So it needed to be written in English, at least before the correction through the, some kind of other tools or just a uh, uh, real uh, English speaking person. but. Yeah, that was what that was what one of my uh, worries, fears. If I'm able to do it, and uh, it seems really well. Yeah, I remember that was uh, after the meeting of with uh, one of our book uh, earlier book sisters um, with uh, EMA uh, ritual. I don't know if you remember, we had this meeting. I don't. It was Yvette, I believe. Was I had I joined at that point? Because I did join quite late. Um, it was, I believe it was in June or July. Uh, I don't remember exactly. No, I, um, yeah, yeah, I might not have been. But she, she was, she was uh, just uh, take. She, she take. She took us through the, uh, through the process of releasing the, uh, the fear, the fears, and releasing no, all. The, no. Okay, so. It's amazing. I will send you the link uh, Kezia sent, sent me because I have it still in my open windows. On okay, my, I'll be good to have a look yeah, at. I want, I want to come back to it with other, other things, but it was after this meeting when I, and she just, you know, like she just um, proceeded all of us like through the, through the process of releasing all the fears, all the things, uh, which could or just stopped us from writing. And just after this meeting, I just sat down and just, you know, like corrected all the versions, just wrote, uh, wrote all the things I wanted to, to write, even though I just needed to add something after. But the main chapter, the main message I wanted to, to say to the world was after, the, after, after this meeting. So it was like, okay. Yeah, and it was and it was written in English, you know, just from the from the scratch from the from the very first word word. Uh, so it's like, okay, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, 
And I mean, you followed along all our conversations, it seemed like. You, we never lost you in a way that you didn't understand what we were saying, did we? Uh, usually, no, sometimes, you know. I, I love the call. I don't know if you'll remember this, but I do remember. Do you remember when Kazia was talking about writing in American English and English English? Are you picked up and said, <laughs> it still sticks in my head. So you picked up and said, it makes you're laughing at the fact that was Katia said, sorry, there's not Polish English. And you said, no, you were laughing at the fact that um, she was calling English English like it was the proper English. And me, Katia, both as quick as a flat, but it is. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's yeah, that that's that's funny. You know, for, for me, yeah, I can I can hear the difference between American English and English English, or we call it British English. Oh, so it's British English and American English. It's English English. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. So okay. Sorry. So it's English. So I can hear the difference between English English. To be fair, you're right. It is British English. Everybody knows anything. It's English English. So, so I can I can hear the difference between American English, Australian English, and English English. What's the proper way? They're the ones who ruin it. We have the proper English, and they sorry they mess it up. So uh, the funny thing is that when uh, when I look back at um, as my whole, you know, uh, school education uh, with English, we were taught American English rather than British or English English. That's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's completely different. Different, you know, it's, it's a different pronunciation, it's a different accent. It's I wonder a, why. Probably it's because easier. It's easier for us to. Yeah, it is. It is. English English is a difficult. Uh, I, I even, you know, I even I was laughing even uh, yesterday uh, morning with my native uh, speaker, who is American English uh, native speaker, and uh, he, he he just said like you know instead of car, you said in in English English you said car, uh, and it's like for for Polish people it probably it's much easier to say car. Or car because we we pronounce uh, you know like tough r it's not r it's r so it's car not car and it's car word word. So it just depends so much about where you are in England. But the English accent is really distinctively different depending where you are and because it's a relatively small country it could be like a very short um, distance you've traveled and people could be speaking in a very different way for sure and and, um in america you have that but i don't think in the same scale because america is just so much more spread out it will further field in america you'll have such extreme differences well, sure. I think uh, England is just we're all quite compact and quite close. 
Sure, but still, um, when you hear a British, uh, uh, British person or the, anyone from UK speaking English, you can say he, she is from UK, not from America. Or, uh, okay, I would have problem with distingu distinguishing uh, America and Australia, Australian accent still. Uh, even though I was working with my, I had a boss who was an Australian uh, guy, so uh, I heard even that I took some kind of Australian accent so, some, some years ago. But um, yeah, probably for, for Polish uh, people, because, you know, the Polish language is, is a rather tough language. We have a lot of uh, uh, strong, you know, uh, I believe it's vowels or uh, other words. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's easier for us probably to learn other language uh, in a way like we can pronounce exactly how it is. It's like world is going to be round. Uh, okay, I'm, I'm exaggerating right now, but it's uh, uh, that's why we have tough accent with with speaking English because it's uh, our, our Polish language is rather tough. It's rather you know. It's also, I feel that when you're in America, the amount of times I, I hear someone say, "Oh, I love the English accent," and I'm like, "Sorry, what do you call an English accent?" <laughs> like, like it's literally. To me, it sounds so strange them saying that because <laughs> there, there just isn't an English accent or yeah. like the proper queen of English. Like it's very formal and hardly anyone would speak like that. So like, yeah, it, it's just such a weird thing for them to say to someone from the UK because I know I could be from here and just 20 miles up the road, someone else could sound completely different to me. Yeah, but still, even, even though those two people <laughs> would sound completely different in America, and you could say, I'm, I'm pretty sure you could say that it's a, it's a British, uh, British English, meaning English English. Uh, but do you think I sound English? Yes. Okay, I'd be accused of sounding German, Italian, anything but English. And I'm like, what? You know, I, I was also, uh, you know, I was also accused of sounding like French English somehow, uh, but it's also connected with my uh, kind of French look sometimes. Uh, so and yes, I I I speak French. So, it, but without I speak English without French accent. I know how the French speaks with speak English with French accent. So it's a completely different way. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's you you sound rather English English than uh, you know like <laughs> than American English. <laughs> you see, it's I mean like because I I'm from Bristol. I grew up in Bristol, what's south of England. But I don't have a very strong Bristolian accent, not really at all. But then just every now and then, the odd word will come out. The odd word will sound very Bristolian. And, and I'll just be caught out with the odd 
saying or the odd and I don't try not to sound Bristolian or try to sound Bristolian I just speak but I am really aware how like I could be with people in Bristol my hometown I'll be like what did you say (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's, that's the funny thing of languages you know like you can just say uh, it's it's pretty it's much uh, the same with other languages. You can just learn other languages and go so, to some place and don't understand at all. Um, but because... I think that's so magical is that you just have the world which just seems so small in a lovely way. Like you can reach out to so many different people. Just look at our book. We've got Australians, Kiwis, Americans, Polish, English. And I love that. I love that huge range of nationality and range of personalities and experiences coming through because of that true it's true it's amazing so um did you we didn't quite touch on it so did you know what you were going to write about or not quite at the beginning no I was you know I was even um, uh kind of worried I would say that I would not find the right memory okay uh, right the right you know like uh, uh, in brackets like because there is no right or wrong memory but um I thought that there's there was no memory uh which could uh somehow show why I'm doing right now what I'm doing that there is no way I can connect it that it was like because I I entered in, entered into the beauty industry just uh, after okay ending my my uh, my studies uh, so higher education and I started work, working in the beauty industry. Then I stopped working working in a corporation and I started working for my own in my own company and it was connected with skin and that's it's like from the twenty four uh, year of uh, of my life a year of age of my life. I started like new life and there was nothing before uh, which could bring me uh, to the point I am right now here and just saying what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, it came and apparently it was uh, the memory like that. Uh, and that there was a memory and right now when I'm when I think of it, because of course it's still processing and you know it uh, from your experience too. Sorry, did you always know you wanted to connect it directly to your business? Did you always want that connection or did it just sort of happen? No, it just it just happened. It just when I um I I believe it was during one of the sessions with uh Kizia we had and uh, uh when I found when I it was just you know like I don't know during the the exercise or sometimes some kind of meditation when I came with this memory I understood that what my clients are feeling with it with the skin and skin problems I felt the same with my body issues um even though sometimes and it's 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 with with skin is the same they are not the real issues these are sometimes issues within your own head or only in your head with your perfection 
way of seeing the world and other people and and imperfect uh, way how you see yourself. But isn't that so lovely and combined with Glenn and everything so well? Because one of the reasons why I thought it was a great time to get involved in this book was the imperfectly perfect. And I love, I just love that concept. Just that wording in itself is that none of us can be perfect. None of us are perfect. And yet we hold ourselves to such unreachable standards. True. And, and, and we sit and we stand there going, we've got to do this and we've got to be that and we've got to do, 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 do. But we're harder on ourselves than we'll ever be with someone else. And someone said to me, a really good friend of mine said to me once, was if your best friend treated your, you as you treat yourself, would she still be your best friend? <laughs> If my best friend treated me like I treated myself, I'd kick her. I'd kick her on the butt. And really, you know, but yeah, we are so harsh on us. That's 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 perfect sentence. It's like even though it shouldn't be the word perfect, but it's so good, you know, to 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 hear it. Yeah. So you just said, and I'm gonna pick you up on it, that it's not real if it's mental. And also I think that's just is a concept we've got to challenge because mental and body have to be connected. True. And to feel really good about yourself, surely you've got to have healthy mentally and healthy physically. True. And have that perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the the concept of uh, of imperfectly perfect uh, because it was like, yeah, that's what we should, you know, like spread and just follow the the way. We are imperfect, and we should we should be, or we would love to be uh, imperfect, and we would like we. Sh- okay, I just don't want to say should. <laughs> Because should is like you must, but <laughs> but you know it's like uh, I would like us to allow ourselves to be and feel imperfect. That yeah, would be- wouldn't that be a lovely world? We could all celebrate our imperfections as what makes us amazing. Because yeah. I remember yeah. when my interview with Glenn, we started talking about this. And I was saying that I think it's what other people will see as imperfections about themselves is what makes them beautiful. Of course. And and makes them unique. And like, I don't know, today, perfect example, a friend of mine took me a picture and all I saw was all the things I didn't like about me. And she was like, oh, but it's a lovely picture. It's a really beautiful picture. But all I saw was everything I didn't like. And um, and yeah, we just we're just so. I think we need to start to learn, and I certainly do, to celebrate the things I don't like as being the most magical things about myself. I agree with you totally. And uh, even though I'm, you know, I'm saying to the world, to my clients, like. Just accept yourself. Just start loving your skin or accepting you your said skin. That. Just, just finding, find one thing you like with 
or on your skin, not start to, to look at your skin like, oh, I hate this, or I don't like this. I, I want to get rid of this imperfection. And it's, it's called even imperfections, you know, uh, you have imperfections on your skin, whatever does imperfection mean? Like whatever you, you want to put uh, just beneath uh, the, the meaning of imperfection, you can put there. There are, there are imperfections on your skin. But, um, you know, we were, uh, we were taught to look at that in, from that point of view on ourselves. Uh, we were taught from the very, very beginning, you know, like from the very little girl or boy, uh, but mostly girl because it's most, mostly, uh, mostly women are so criticizing uh, themselves. So it's like, yeah, you should look like this girl or just other girl or this woman or this model or this picture. So it's like, okay, how can we do it? it we are unique uh, in a very individual way. We cannot look like every other girl or every other woman or teenager, whatever, uh, because someone just said it's an uh, uh, nowadays trend of, you know, like perceiving women or women uh, in general. It's like, how can I be like, you know, I, I cannot be and I will not be, I will never be like uh, tall blonde with long hair uh, okay, I could be blonde because I was born blonde, but I look better in uh, darker hair. But I would never have long hair, just, you know, like some kind of... Thick, wavy kind of... Yeah, exactly, because that's not the way my hair just grows or it, it, it's not the way I, I can have them. I tried. Believe me, I tried. <laughs> but my hair is thick and wavy. And I'm like, oh, I wish it wasn't so thick. I wish, it, I wish there wasn't so much. I mean, not. Hello, hello. I don't know how that happened. Yeah, it's, it's the internet, don't worry. Sorry? It's the internet, probably. Don't worry. Yeah, 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 yeah. I apologize, everyone. That should not have happened. Um, but yeah, I always didn't like how, I mean, I loved how thick my hair was, but I didn't like how much of it there always was. It was always so thick and so heavy, and it always grew so fast. And so like, I'd cut it a week later, be like, oh, and I'd be like, but we always want the, the grass was greener. We always want yeah, what that's we what, want. Exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. It's always like that. Someone, when I was trying to lose a lot of weight once for IVF, said to me, uh, this is actually in my chapter, said to me, what is it um, you hate the most about yourself? And I said, without hesitation, my stomach. I said, okay, just think about this for a second. What would your life be like if you didn't have a stomach? You're just saying this part of your body you really don't like. And where the human body is so amazing, everything has its purpose, every, like the skin, everything has its role and job. And like I suddenly thought, okay, if I didn't have a stomach, I wouldn't be able to eat, I wouldn't be able to absorb my food, I wouldn't be able to nutrition myself, I wouldn't be able to do all these things. 
I'd never actually said I hated part of my body ever again without hearing that in my ear, in my voice. And, and, and suddenly you start looking at your body in a different way. True. And, and it really made me start to maybe talk a bit nicer about my body. Yeah, talk we should to myself be, a bit nicer. We should be nicer for our body. You should be, we should be uh, nicer for our skin. You know how many times I heard like, I hate my skin uh, sentence from my clients? Mm-hmm. It's, almost, it's almost always it's like, I hate this part of my skin. And well, maybe not- you should say to them, what would you do if you didn't have skin there? I mean, what would your life be like? Yeah, I asked I, I asked different, different questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, I asked different questions uh, to to just solve the problem. But uh, yeah, it's a good one. It's a good one too. True. But but the funny thing is that we um, we still fight fight with our skin, with our own skin, which is part of our body, uh, even though we we. We buy, you know, the more and more cosmetic products and we believe and we pray for them just to work. But if there is no uh, any efficacy, we blame skin for it. Just we, we, we blame us. So whenever there is a, some kind of result, you know, the positive effect, it's like it's something else or it's someone, someone else, you know, like, help or whatever is that but when there when but when there is a bad wrong result or there is no result we blame ourselves and it's so annoying you know like crazy world i mean it was so tough we're so tough for ourselves and i i i'd like to think that we've come through the last few years they've been such a hard years globally that maybe we all learn to just be a little bit nicer to ourselves and each other. But I'm not sure if that really has happened. I hope it has. Partially, yes, probably. Uh, but in general, I'm not sure. Not yet. We see the problem. We start seeing the problem. You know, we, we see that there's more um, depression, uh, disease, there are more suicides. Uh, so there is a psychological or psychic problem, but we don't see the, the, the cause, the reason of it. Again, uh, in everything we are doing, almost everything we are doing, we want to have a quick fix. Like uh, if, I, uh, if I have a headache, I will take a painkiller. I will not, okay, right now, I will ask myself why uh, have I, you know, have I had, have I, why? Okay. <laughs> why do I have a headache? Oh, yeah. Because um, so, I haven't drunk enough water. Is it because I'm hungry? Is it because exactly, I'm Exactly. Is exactly. it because all these exactly. things you can go through first? Exactly. But it's much easier to take a painkiller and not, you know, taking care of, of the reason why. And it's with everything we, we do everything we see with every with everything especially connected with uh, uh with beauty industry with our skin with our body there is a reason behind it we feel like that we look like that we have the condition like that it's there is a cause there is a reason why 
we don't need we we and now I need to say we shouldn't even we mustn't uh, look for a quick fix like uh, some kind of painkiller, new cosmetic, new uh, I don't know diet supplement or something to you know eliminate the fat from our body or new clothes to cover what we don't like. Okay, let's look at it. Why uh, why we don't like it? Why we don't feel like good you know in in our body or in our skin in our i don't know why 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 do why what was the reason you said you don't like your stomach for example you know like what was behind it it wasn't your stomach who was responsible for the you know for your uh feelings it was your mind uh, but you did something to yourself and you put some kind of probably some kind of standard High level. It's not a simple answer. It's never a simple answer, is it? Because these things are course, built up over years. And also, I think, um, you yeah, know. It was, it was rhetorical question. You know, yeah. I, 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 I don't have to force you to answer that. <laughs> no, but what I was trying to think of was um, that we, we want answers. We want to be able to answer it. That's what we're saying, isn't it? Is we want to be able to answer that. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but the answers sometimes are difficult to to accept, and yeah. uh, and every everything uh, starts with acceptance, acceptance of the kind of status quo, uh, what is going on right now, and what I want, what I can uh, change, if I want to change it. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think in this conversation, guys, there's been lots of hints about both of our chapters. It might seem like we're having quite a general conversation, but there has been quite a lot of hints and tips. And without giving anything too much away, we've certainly both been um, scraping around the outside, skirting around the outside a little bit. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I <laughs> I wanted to ask you now, we're coming closer and closer to launch day. How are you feeling? Are you nervous, excited? Are you? Uh, frankly speaking, I don't know exactly. And probably it's, uh, uh, probably the fact that I'm feeling a bit, you know, on my down mode, uh, probably that's the feeling about the book. Even though, you know, I have this, different situation a bit different situation because the the book is in english it's uh it's not in polish so it's not it's not be you know like very uh at least i think like that i might be wrong you know like uh it will not be uh read in polish so it's a bit different so the but maybe it's so do, my, do most of your family not speak english or do uh, they no, my parents, uh, don't, they don't speak English at all. So they, and they will not uh, read the book, the chapter, even though I talked uh, about it with my mom. So uh, she she knows. Um, my sister might read it if she has some time. Uh, my niece, probably she will read it. Uh, it's not because of the language, but rather, again, time willing to read, etc. cetera. So, um, yeah, uh, 
came to think of it because you know I, I even though I spread the information about the book, I didn't spread the information to my closest friends. So probably I need to change it. It's interesting, really interesting. Because I found myself saying to my family, are you going to support me on this? Are you, like I was telling them, but now it's closer to the time I'm keeping quite quiet about it. I'm not reminding them. I'm not encouraging them. I'm encouraging other people, but not necessarily my immediate. Yeah, it's much easier for me to share the information with my, you know, Instagram followers. Uh, I'm plan. Uh, I'm planning to to record some YouTube shorts for the for the YouTube channel or the the write the the the, the mailing for the uh, subscribers, but uh, not. For my closest friends, okay, that's interesting. Okay, I need to, I need to think of it, and then I need to change okay, it. Well, I'll think about that. To bond on that apparently, one. there is, there is some kind of, you know, like some kind of fear uh, of being, yeah, let's say clearly, fear of being judged, um, yeah. and be vulnerable uh, with all we, what well, we said there. Uh, it's yeah, it's so. As my co-workers said uh, yesterday, because we are planning to to record some YouTube movie, you know, with more private aspects of, of, of my life, because that would be probably interesting for YouTube. But And she said, like, I know you don't share your private life, you know, in social media, because I don't. And that will be, frankly, for the first time, I will share something so private and so intimate, uh, uh, around the world so because it's usually so you don't know any anything about me in uh, from my private life you you know my professional life uh the only thing uh private which is you know almost well known is that i have a cat and uh and the cat and the, the cat's name so that, that's that's it <laughs> and that that i have insulin resistance there so there are two things my private life things uh which are, you know, commonly spread uh, on social media. Otherwise, mm -mm, I don't share it. Yeah, maybe a little bit more, but not much. I tried to do more. Okay, so the other question I've been asking everyone, and this might be interested answer from you because you speak a different language. What, <laughs> what do you think of when I say the word misfit? you something doesn't fit okay something with the, okay okay is that the only thing what comes to mind or is there more or is that it i would need to have more context <laughs> uh the, not until after the, the book launch no <laughs> It's, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. I, I, I would be interested in everyone answers. Everyone's given very. Yeah, I would. I would search for some kind of. I would search for also some kind of misunderstanding because still the uh, what you said is interesting. You know, my my brain still works like uh, when you ask me for a, some kind of word uh, definition. I search for Polish translation, Polish word, or Polish equivalent. Okay. So um, that's that's a bit difficult to 
to find the right definition in English because it's not my mother tongue. No, 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 that's um, perfectly yeah. fair enough. Yeah, so that's that's why the first the first impression is that like okay, the misfit is was like it doesn't fit or it's just kind of misunderstanding. Okay, okay, I'll take that. So, is there anything else you want to say to anyone about the book about encouraging people to come and get it, or is there just any last words you want to have? Well, I would say um, there is a reason why I called my chapter Beauty and the Beast. And uh, if you want to know what the beast means and what is the beast, uh, I will encourage you to read my chapter too. I love uh, it. I love your title, by the way. It's a fantastic title. Very I love it too. <laughs> that will be also the, that will be also the the title of my podcast, uh, the Beauty in the Beast. And I'm still uh, I'm still preparing myself. I'm still a bit postponing and delaying <laughs> recording. So I, I admire oh, you. Late last night, I'd had all sorts of technical problems, all sorts of issues, and I just thought I don't care anymore. Send. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean it doesn't even have a picture on the front my cover doesn't even have a picture because we couldn't get to upload the picture we tried and tried and tried and tried and in the end I was just like no fine whatever just send it so huge respect for you Esther uh, I really admire your uh, your courage but uh, yeah I will do my job uh, with the right time, uh, I believe I'm a step closer and a step closer. And your podcast, uh, our meeting today, it's uh, also just you know like ensuring me that yeah, I can do it. And I will, I will accept my imperfections in English. If I can do it, you can do it. Absolutely. Yeah, but you know, you know my my perfectionist. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. No excuses, no buts, no what if, no anything. <laughs> if I okay. can do it, you can do it. Okay, okay, I take it. <laughs> okay, good, good. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I know, you know, it's not been, but I really, really appreciate you coming and talking to me, and I really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit over this process. And it is certainly the nicest thing about it's the connections we'll be making. Yeah, it's true. I would love to, you know, uh, know more about you, what you are doing. So it's, it's, it was it was amazing process to be uh, in, a, in this book thing uh, uh, together and have this connection, this support. So, and it was a real pleasure to to talk to you today. Thank you so much, and we'll have that conversation about what I'm doing another time. Slightly more appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> <We're not alone>. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank Goodbye. You so much. Bye. Has that stopped recording your end? Mm -mm.